Hello, this is Tim Rausenberger with BrassCenter.com. Today is Thursday, October 5th, 2017. This is episode 106. We aren't doing enough. The podcast episode title speaks for itself. We aren't doing enough. I'm not talking about teachers or parents. I'm not talking about adults or kids. Students, senior citizens, black, white, Asian, Latino. This is not about a group. This is not about a specific audience. This is everyone. We are not doing enough. Take a moment right now to think about everything you just did with your day. Now, as you're thinking about everything that you did today, or maybe your day is just starting, and everything that you likely have planned for the day, could you have done more? Could you have spent your time more wisely? Could you have helped another person? Could you have treated someone differently? Could you have spoken to someone differently? Could you have changed the tone of your voice? Did you say something you wish you hadn't said? Did you text it? Did you write it? Did you improve today? Are you making a difference in the world? Are you making a difference in the world? Now, before I even go on, I think it is important to always bear in mind the most important person is you. You are the most important person. In that way, you need to be selfish. You have to be selfish because you need to look out for yourself. The problem becomes the people in this world who are 100% selfish about everything. And they're never willing to do anything for others. Not everyone, but a lot of those people are greedy. And it comes right down to cold, hard cash, money. Not everyone. There are people 
who are very, very selfish, but they're not selfish with their money, they're selfish with their time or their own individual needs. So now that we got that out of the way, it's highly unlikely people listening to this particular episode fall into such a severe category. Chances are you are someone who's already making a positive impact in the world. My question, my challenge to you, are you doing enough? Does it bother you that we have such a disparity between the rich and the poor worldwide? Or are you okay with it? Does it bother you that there are kids in so many places who just simply don't have enough of anything? And I'm talking about essentials, clothing, a place to sleep, and certainly food to eat. You don't need to go to another continent to find that. It's alive and kicking right here in the United States. I'm often taken aback when I see commercials on at all different hours of the evening showing kids starving all over the world. And I feel for them. Here's the thing. It's everywhere. And sadly, you don't need to go very far. It doesn't matter where you live. You don't need to go very far to find those people. Because in every state in the United States, there are people who fall into that category. Everything doesn't have to be about people being without. And we can classify them as being poor. There are many people who are rich, but they're really not. Because they may have money, but boy are they unhappy. And these people are not necessarily selfish. Some of them are, but some of them aren't. Some of them are lonely. Some of them simply need someone to talk to. You'll even see from time to time, there are major celebrities that have a hard time connecting with others trying to find the right person. 
Some of them struggle with that. But how about a senior citizen who's in a nursing home or in some type of retirement facility? Do you have to be related to them to swing by and say hello? I don't think so. We aren't doing enough. Think about the amount of time we waste every day on nonsense. Because let's just call it what it is. Social media as a whole, it's nonsense. And I'm going to do a separate podcast episode on that. But it's nonsense. And I've been guilty of it. I have certainly had my rants on Facebook about various issues. I try to limit them. Sometimes I get very passionate about certain subjects. And I feel the need to express my opinion. But I always make sure that if I do express my opinion, it's going to be appreciated by someone in some way. And hopefully it will elicit some type of response. The goal is not to be mean, though. And the goal is not to be antagonistic. The goal is to educate, which is what I always do. I have Twitter. If you go through my Twitter feed, though, you're not going to see me making every last comment about every little thing. No one cares. We don't care. Nobody does. You're wasting your time. Because in the end, the only one that people actually, the only ones that people actually do care about are the ones that hurt, not the ones that are positive. And that's a cold, hard reality. I'll save that for another time. I will tell you, though, social media, by and large, gigantic waste of time. The Internet as a whole is absolutely, on the whole, not being used for what it was intended for. There is no way that someone who came along with the idea of the Internet intended for it to become the ridiculousness that it is today. It's patently absurd that you can do a search on on a specific item, click on the item, and now you have a virus on your computer because of some horrible individual who decided that they wanted to make your life difficult. We aren't doing enough. We're not doing enough for that horrible individual because something, someone 
failed all of us in that person during their childhood growing up to be the way that they are. It's extremely, extremely difficult to educate adults. It's really tough because a lot of adults already have their opinions formulated and they don't want to change. They have specific convictions in place, but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't try. You can't do it by being annoying. You can do it by taking a calm approach. And when somebody's angry about something, let them vent. And even if you don't agree with them, agree with them. Let them know that you do care about their feelings. Because when somebody wants to vent and they want to let loose, they want someone who's going to not just listen to them, but believe in what they're saying. Even if you don't, act like you do. Because if you don't, then whatever you want to say to them is going to get lost. It's not going to work. Be a better listener. When somebody has something to say and they're letting loose, let them go. Don't interrupt them. It's one of the greatest gifts that I've discovered about myself. And I realized it a long time ago. Is to be a good listener. It's always been one of my strongest traits. So I'm able to listen to someone. I'm able to let them go. Take time. Digest everything. And then offer a response. Sometimes I don't offer a response at all. I'll wait a little while, 24 hours, and then offer a response after I've time to, had, had, had time to reflect on it. We aren't doing enough when it comes to our children. Because the things that are going on in society right now, they're unacceptable. There is truth to the fact that crimes committed today were committed many years ago. And we didn't know about them because of social media today. And back then, it didn't exist. By the time something went to press or made it to a news station, it quickly became old news. It was, it, it took a very, very big story to actually blossom and have legs and go for a long time. Because it has to be something compelling. But what's going on exactly with our children? 
many of them are really lost right now. They don't know what they're doing. They really don't know what they're doing. A lot of them are being exposed to things at a really young age that they should not be exposed to. So much of the stuff out there is so inappropriate. It's so inappropriate. And some of it is downright silly. And dare I say, stupid. It's funny. I thought the other day about MTV. Because one of the lessons that I do each year, which I'll be doing on Halloween for my students, is I always show some part of Thriller, depending on the age group. If it's really young kids, I won't even show them the video at all. I don't want them to be scared. But I'll certainly talk about the impact that Michael Jackson had on the industry. And with older kids, we'll get into a little more depth. But one of the things associated with Thriller and Michael Jackson was MTV. I can't tell you how many kids don't even know what MTV means. They don't know what the M means. And rightfully so, because you turn the network on and you don't hear any music. What do you see instead? Some really asinine shows. But here's the thing. These asinine shows are things that kids are watching. And they're able to gauge what their viewership is like and the ratings that these shows are generating. People are watching them. Must be doing something right. See, the problem is when you're when you're in any industry completely, absolutely, and totally driven by money, most, you will do anything and everything to get every last dollar. I mean, come on. Turn on the TV. How much quality programming is there? I mean, there are some stations that are outstanding. And you can learn so much. There are other ones that can make you laugh. And that's great, too, because we need to laugh. But there are other ones... I don't get it. I mean, I, I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't understand what the appeal is. And I'm not just railing against MTV, but that's just a classic example. That network was always intended to just be music television. Music on television. And then it, of course was videos and now I don't know we need to do better we all need to do better 
we need to take a look at ourselves and do an inventory check. What are you doing with your life? Is everything that you do that important? Or are there things that you can change? Because the world needs you. The world needs you now. I think a lot of people don't always interpret this the right way. It doesn't mean that you have to become an activist. It doesn't mean that you have to march in every single rally. These are admirable things. It means that you do things one person at a time. Make your mark on the world. If everybody took just a little bit of time every single day to just be nice and do something good for another person, think about how the world would be. But do you? Or are you so self-absorbed with nonsense that the other stuff is not really that important. It is important. It's interesting when Donald Trump won the election, many people said they were going to move to Canada or Mexico. That was the big thing. Canada was the bigger thing. And they talked about the stock market probably crashing and how would all these people possibly get to Canada. And I'm sure that some went. And other countries as well. But most didn't. And I'm not hating on the people who didn't go. And this is not about you didn't follow through. I just find it so fascinating. People said they were going to go. People threatened to go. Then they didn't go. So if you didn't go, what did you do then? You're obviously upset about something. And I'm not making this anti-anything having to do with politics. People have their own thoughts on the president. That's not what this is about. This is about what you are doing about it. What have you done lately to educate others? There's something that you do well. Everybody has something they do well. Have you shared that something with others? Have you given your time? 
How about calling anyone you know on the phone and just having a simple two-minute conversation with them instead of texting them? That's a nice start. What's so hard about that? How did we become so busy that we can't do that? How did we become so busy that we can't even respond to texts? Because I've personally always viewed that as being one of the ultimate signs of disrespect. The only reason I don't respond to a text immediately it's it's pretty simple. There are really only two main reasons I can think of. One, I'm driving. Two, I am with somebody extremely important at that particular time. That's it. So that would be my students. I'm not texting when I'm teaching my students. That would be family, close friends. I'm not texting. It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful. Outside of that, I'm sitting around my house, relaxing. Somebody sends me a text. I just stare at my phone. People do this all the time. And then they send a message five hours later. Thoroughly irritating. But again... This is not about the text. This is about how are you making the world better? What are you doing to change the world? What are you doing to change yourself to make things better? You need to think about that. We all need to think about that. If you've gotten this far in the episode, share the episode. That's what it's there for. I don't do this for money. I never have. It's never been my intent. So I have a plug for my my website on there. That's about it. But it's certainly not about a hundred dollars an episode or ten thousand dollars for a speaking appearance that's not what this is about this is about making important changes in society as it is right now and I really can't comment on societies outside the United States. But here's what I do know. Most places you go outside the United States are civilized. Not all of them. There are certainly countries that are very, very corrupt and have horrible situations. But there are many places that are absolutely civilized. And they're not just going up to somebody and blowing their head off. And they're not getting so angry that they feel they have to punch someone in the face to resolve 
an issue. And they're certainly not trying to defame someone by raking their their name through the mud. It's sad because even 60 years ago, if they could have looked in the future to see what we are now as a society, I think the word would be barbaric. And I'm not just talking about the violence. I'm talking about everything else. I'm talking about things that are not human. People being nasty to each other for no reason. People lacking the skill set for basic communication. People who can't even craft a basic letter. And I've seen it. And it's sickening. When a student who is 10 years old, 13 years old, 17 years old, can't write a basic letter. Can't send a simple email. I'll get emails from students. It'll be an email sent to my school account and it will be from Fuzzy Bunny 0331 at whatever.com. And they don't identify their name. I don't understand. How did that happen? How did somebody not educate them at some point? This is how you do this. Or were you spending that time playing some silly game on whatever? I don't think there's anything wrong, like I said at the beginning, with having your selfish, guilty pleasures. We all have them. I have them as well. I know the things that make me happy. I know the times that I need to decompress, to de-stress, to let go, to just say the heck with everything. I understand that that's important and go so far to say that it's important every day I'm making my contribution right now and I can guarantee you that another contribution tomorrow will not be what I'm doing right now which is a podcast episode on this topic. 
but I can also guarantee that it's going to be something good for the world. And it might be a large group of people, and it might be a small group of people, and it might be only one person. But somehow or another, I live every day now, every single day of my life, committed to making someone else's life a little bit better. So why can't you? Why can't you? We all need to do better.